0: Whack with us tonight. hope you'll pray for us now as the choir sings. We're delighted to be here. Man, it's good to see you tonight. Let's worship the Lord together. Beautiful Amy Keffer song, The Blood Cried Out. Sing, Brother Scott. Brother Ken's going to get us a song to sing. Our choir is going to come down tonight. Let's make a joyful noise as Brother Ken
1: sings with us. Amen. As we stand together tonight, we'll be singing Victory in Jesus. We'll do the first and last verse tonight. That's Victory in Jesus.
0: We're going to open up in just a word of prayer. Ask the Lord to bless the services tonight. We are so thrilled and delighted to have our friends from Shining Light Baptist with us tonight. The choir singing, uh, their pastor, Brother Blaylock preaching, and, of course, the Scott Matthews family as well. Would you join us in prayer? Let's pray together. Father, it's in the precious name of Jesus, that name that is above every name, that we come to you tonight saying thank you for the wonderful week that you've given us. Lord, your presence has been felt all week long. We're so grateful for that. But, Lord, tonight is a new night, and we need fresh oil for this Wednesday night service. Lord, thank you for allowing our friends to be with us tonight, our Precious folks from Shining Light Baptist, we've loved them for so many years. Thank you for sending them this way and for them moving their services tonight. We're so grateful for them being with us. For our friends, the Matthews family, Lord, I thank you for their friendship and their testimony and their, their tremendous ministry and song. And Lord, I pray that you'd bless the singing and most of all that you'd bless your man tonight, that you've touched Brother Blalock, That you give him the words that our hearts stand in need of, that we'd walk out of here, realizing and celebrating that we'd basked in the presence of the King. Have your way tonight in our services. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, you be be seated, y'all sang. Amen. Y'all look good. Except for you, Brother Tim. Amen.
2: it is. Good evening. It's so good to be up here. I was kidding with the ladies in the van. I said, uh, look, the road's closed, and sure enough, we came down it was closed. We had to run and come back. I'm going to feature the choir tonight. I know Greg runs up and down these steps like a gazelle, but if I try to do that, they'll be calling 911 for me, so we're so glad to be here. Thank you, Brother Greg, for having us, and prayer or singing will be a blessing to you. I know what I'm saying Could tell of the story when the thousands were fed, when he lifted the sick, when he raised up the dead. I could sing of the others like the blind made to see, but I'd rather tell save you today and with blessed assurance you too can save
0: Jesus, Jesus. touch Amen. I want them to sing this song for me. Joyful Sounds have been singing it for years, and I've been at Shining Light when the choir sung it. So, uh, you know, we, we, you made the effort to come tonight. You might as well enjoy yourself, amen? Amen, y'all sing. I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm glad to be
3: anywhere. <laughs>
2: All oh, before Agrippa, before the king, he made his plea. He said, a light shone out from heaven, and it
4: shined all over me. As I stumbled to the ground, so though I were dead, as he finished his story,
5: here's what he said. I'm saved.
3: robe and crown at last and when the book of life is open on that final judgment day
0: come down this evening. Choir, thank you. Didn't you enjoy that tonight? Let them know you appreciate them. Shining Light Choir, thank you all again for being here. I don't take for granted that you came all this way, and what a tremendous number you had tonight, and I'm, I'm grateful for you being here. I want uh, Joyful Sounds to sing this song for me again. I love it, and I love them. Y'all sing.
6: To say Yes, I love love him. him. That's all I want to say.
0: Amen. Amen. That's all y'all. Thank you all so much. Amen. I'd make your shout right there. All the ushers, come on down tonight. Matthew's family is getting ready to sing for us. What a privilege it's been to have the Matthew's family with us this week. i remind you, if you utilize our online system, if you'll just tap the Jubilee, that'll go straight to supporting this meeting. We're very grateful for your financial support, and we're thrilled to have uh, the Matthew's family with us. Let's pray. Lord, bless the offering tonight. Bless the gift, the giver, and Lord, we thank you once again for the opportunity just to worship you. Thank you. Lord, it's not a surprise that we love you. What's so amazing is that you love us. We're so thankful. Bless now the furtherance of the service in Christ's name. Amen, y'all. Take off, guys.
6: Stood as a sworn enemy There's ten that.
7: Thank you so much for this week uh, We've begged the preacher the last two days To let us stay on through Sunday But he said he's had enough Of all these girls in his house And y'all need to move along But we sure have enjoyed the meeting Looking forward tonight, Brother Gary preaching Love Brother Gary, love his church And that choir, both choirs uh, Stanley town, y'all's choir this week Just knocked it out of the park And Brother Gary, your choir came in tonight And just knocked it out of the park So good And uh, it seemed like the theme of the messages both nights had been about storms, heartaches and things we don't understand, troubles and trials, and we're all going to face those. That old saying, you're either in a storm, you just come out of a storm, or you're headed right for a storm, that applies to every one of us. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. But I'm glad, though circumstantially we may be in the storm, God's still the same. He knows where we are. He knows what we're facing. He knows what we're going through. He knows what we need. He has the answer. And Mallie and the girl started singing this song. It says, I'm just gonna shout in the middle of my storm. I don't know what's ahead, but I serve God who does. And we're gonna walk through the valley of the shadow. death. We're not gonna stay there. We're not gonna linger. We're gonna keep walking. And we're gonna make it through. Shouting in the middle of my storm. Bye. just at uh, Taze Valley Baptist Church this past Sunday, and the pastor there celebrated 50 years of ministry, 45 years there at the church, and it was probably 30 years ago. We went on a Sunday morning. I believe it was the first Sunday of April, 30 years ago, and Becky had been given an idea about a song. Uh, One girl said she read a billboard in Texas that said, Delayed but not denied. And Becky said, I got to thinking about our prayers. How that we may think they're delayed. We're thinking, God, I needed it yesterday. I'm glad we serve a God who hears our prayers. He may not answer when we think he ought to answer. But we get to the Taze Valley Baptist Church that Sunday morning, and the pastor, Brother Smith, preached the exact message that Finish this song for Becky And I'm glad God answers our prayers But he always answers them In his time You listen to the words If you're praying for something It may be something that that The, the last verse says it only matters to you You keep praying If you've prayed a hundred times Go ahead and pray a hundred and one If you prayed a thousand times Go ahead and pray a thousand and one times Becky got a text message Just today right before church that a man's been praying for his grandson 44 years. He says he's been listening in his time over and over and over again. I'm telling that man, if he's watching tonight, Brother Mickey, keep praying. God's hearing, and he'll answer in his time.
6: Just to you, God, we...
0: amen. Come on, preacher. Boy, that's fantastic, y'all. Wonderful job. Thank you all so much. What a blessing. I'm glad I serve a God that hears every single prayer that we pray and always is in time, on time, every time. Amen. It is my absolute honor and pleasure to introduce this preacher to you all tonight. Our church knows him, loves him. We're delighted to be his friend, delighted that what God's doing at Shining Like Baptist Say again. Oh, thank you, baby. Thank you. Come play something. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All, hold on, preacher. All the kids, fifth grade and below. Come on, you guys are heading with brother James. Thank you, son. Come on, come on, quick, quick, quick. All the kids, y'all should have thrown something at me. Amen. Come on, quick, quick, quick. I'm so delighted to have this preacher with us tonight. Love him. Love what the Lord's doing at his church. Love his family. Appreciate uh, his friendship. I want you to make him welcome tonight. Pastor of Shining Light Baptist Church, Pastor Gary Blaylock. Come on, preacher. Yeah, preach I for us, buddy. You, I preacher. love you, buddy. I love you, too. Well, it
2: is a joy to be here tonight, and I appreciate your uh, your kind uh, kind introduction, preacher. It's a real blessing, and uh, I, sometimes I, I get to looking around in these situations, and I wonder who it is that he's talking about. And so, but uh, anyhow, I, I got I to gotta run a few commercials real quickly. I want to say a big thank you to Shining Light. Shining Light, thank you guys for coming tonight. I'm looking out over the congregation, and I'm thinking least of all, of uh, uh, there's several people that they had to leave straight from work, come in, get ready, all of that. And there might be some of you that don't really want to be here. I'm thinking about my wife. I'm thinking about my thinking of my daughter tonight. They've heard everything that I've got to say about a hundred times over, every illustration, every not so funny story. They've heard it all. But they came anyhow. And so I want to say thank you to them and I want to say a big thank you also, to Brother Scott and the Matthews family. Aren't they wonderful? We love them. I mean that. We really do. We love them down at Shining Light. And then I want to say this. Again, Joyful Sounds, still 40 years later, just keep on singing. And I love them. Thank God for them. Appreciate you. And then I want to say this. Greg and Renee Hodges, they do not make them better than these two right here. Amen? Now, that's the truth. Amen. Praise God. I just, you know, give a clap for Jesus one time. Anyhow. Praise God. He deserves it, doesn't he? Joshua chapter number three tonight, you've heard some tremendous preaching already this week. I know that. And these men that uh, have been here have done an outstanding job, wonderful job. And and uh, I feel, uh, of all the guys that are here, I feel like the, the, the least of the bunch. And uh, I'm very humbled uh, this is not a pulpit that you, you come to uh, just uh, just because. This is something that's been prayed over and something's been thought about, considered, and I, I don't take it lightly. I thank God for this man. appreciate you guys coming and spending Jubilee with us. Uh, the, the, every year I've been there, you guys have been there uh, with us. And Lord willing, you'll be back again with us this year on Monday. And so we're excited about that. And uh, so we we counted a high privilege to be able to be with you tonight. I got to give you just a few things uh, that are on my heart. And I'm sitting there on the front bench. I'm hearing all this singing. I'm, every song, it seems like I feel like sometimes you feel pulled this direction. You ever been like that, Brother Scott? And the next song comes in, you think, well, praise God, I, I got a message in here for that, too. And here's one on the storm and how to get through the storm and why the storm come and how to get out of the storm, what to do when you're out of the storm. I mean, I'm telling you, all that stuff's going through my mind, but... I kept going back and back to this, uh, this place in Joshua chapter number 3. And if you know much about the Bible, you, you know about this story. You know that uh, what's going on here is um, for all these, all these years, all this time has passed. And uh, the, the children of Israel have been wandering around. They got, a, they, got, uh, they got 10 guys that gave them an evil report. And they got two guys that say, hey, we can go in. We can take them. And, uh, of course, they believe the the evil report... And so, what's going on is they, they could have got into the promised land in just a short amount of time. It wasn't that far, but yet they, they just wouldn't believe God. And can I tell you tonight that the, the same plague that plagued the Israelites in that generation, if we're not careful, it'll be the very thing tonight that plagues us. Sometimes we just have a problem with believing God. We just we just can't sometimes get beyond ourselves. We spend a lot of time looking in the rearview mirror when we should be looking out the big glass, amen? And so these children here, you know, they, they, they've come to this point, 40 years of gone by they've wandered in the wilderness and they're brought to that precipice they're brought to that place again where they have a choice to make and there's some of you sitting in this service tonight you're sitting in that very same place I don't know your sets of circumstances I don't know what it is that you're dealing with tonight don't know the issues, but if you're like me, they're probably similar to some of the ones that I'm dealing with. It's family trouble, children trouble. It's At times it can be church trouble, but at the very heart of all of that is, is we know that there's an enemy tonight that's working constantly against us to keep us from getting where it is that God has promised that we can go. You know, th- the problem for some of us tonight is we're choosing to live down here or over here when God says I got something for you over here and I want you to go over there and you don't have to live below your birth privileges but you can live in the promised land. You can live in the glory and some of you need to quit listening to the devil. I, listen, I'm not a charismatic preacher though I at times have been, uh, I've already been accused of being Jimmy Swaggart tonight. Anyhow, moving right along, some... <laughs> Sometimes if we're not careful, we'll get to listening to the whisperer instead of listening to the Word of God and what it is that God has to say to us tonight. Amen? I want to talk to you. I thought about that old hymn. You singers tonight would like this. That song says, I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward, i onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. He also says, my heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where those abound, my prayer, my aim is higher ground. I love the chorus. Lord, lift me up. And let me stand by faith on heaven's table land, a higher plane than I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. I don't know if anybody's interested tonight to go into higher ground, but I can tell you there's one fat boy up here on the platform I'm talking about me, Amen. amen. I'm interested in going to higher ground. I just want to make sure you know this is the good pastor, the good slim pastor. I'm interested in going to higher ground. I'm telling you, sometimes I I make a decision instead of moving up and moving on and stepping up and believing God, sometimes I just choose to live down here in the lowlands. Well, I don't tell you youngins tonight, we don't have to live that way. Praise God, we can step up and go on for God, amen. I want you to notice the Bible. Let's break in on the story, verse number one. And Joshua Chapter 3, Joshua, chapter 3, and verse 1, and Joshua rose up early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel lodged there before they passed over. And they came, and it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark, of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, the Levites, bearing it, then shall you remove from your place and go after it. Now, that'd be a good place if you underscore, underline things in your Bible. You all to go ahead and do that right there. Go after it. Amen. Yet, the Bible says in verse 4, Yet, there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that you may know the way by which you must go. For ye have not passed this way heretofore. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders among you. Can I tell you tonight that our God hasn't changed in all this time? We're living in an ever-changing world, tossed to and fro, up and down, in and out, hot and cold. That seems to be the temperature of most independent, fundamental, Bible-believing, premillennial Baptists that I know tonight. We're up, we're down. It's good, it's bad. We're high, we're low. That seems to be the testimony of so many but can I tell you tonight that I believe with all my heart, just like the, the Bible says here, just like the invitation, just like the admonition from the Word of God here tonight, it's still true in 2023 tonight that you and I can get to higher ground. I like what the psalmist said in Psalm 61, verse number 2, when he said, Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I thought about 1 Kings 18, verses 41 down through the end of the chapter. The Bible says that Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. Do you know the story, though, right? And so he's there with his servant. What does he say to his servant? He said, now go up a little further. And look out over the sea now wait a minute now i ain't real smart i'm from coolam in north carolina a little textile town south of Moxville, north carolina in davy county but i don't tell you when the bible says that elijah went to the top of the mountain that's just what i believe but the bible says he tells his servant to go a little higher you know what that tells me tonight that tells me no matter where you are this evening you can always go a little bit higher Oh, yeah, honey. I'm talking about getting to a higher place, uh, taking a step forward in your Christian life. You know what revival is? I mean the bare essence of having revival or being more spiritual. You know what it is? Just moving up a little closer to Jesus. Is there anybody at Stanley Town's Amazing Grace Baptist Church tonight in the Stanley Town area in the greater Bassett uh, uh, suburb of uh, Bassett, Virginia, interested in going up to another place uh, and getting a little bit closer to Jesus? Buddy, I want to get close to Jesus tonight. Let me give you these four or five quick things. How, how am I going to get to higher ground? How is it that I'm going to move over? How is it I'm going to step out over in and across the Jordan River of my life, that thing that's keeping me from getting where I want to go? What's it going to take, preacher, for me to get to higher ground? Number one, notice these things in your Bible. It's all right here in the Scripture. Number one, if you're going to go to higher ground tonight, you're going to have to set yourself sights on it. Verse number three, the Bible says, and and they commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then shall you remove from your place and go after it. You're going to have to set your sights on it. I mean, listen, it ain't going to just happen. You're not going to be spiritual. You're not going to have victory. You're not going to be in the glory. You're not going to live with power on your life just because. You say, but wait a minute, preacher. I'm a member of the Stanley Towns, amazing grace. Uh, Praise God, whoop. Baptist Church, uh, and you mean to tell me that ain't enough? Uh, I want to tell you, you got a good pastor, good pastor's Why? good choir, good church, uh, and if I was in this area, right here's where I'd plant me and my family, but can I tell you, just coming and going ain't enough for you to get the victory and the glory and the power on your life. Uh, it's going to take some effort uh, on your part. Uh, you're going to have to set your sights with Joshua, uh, rally the people, get them together, let them know you got to be looking to that ark. Watch those priests. See what they're doing, and do what they do. And if you'll do that, you can get in the victory and move over into higher ground. Anybody interested? You see, where you're going depends on what you're looking at. Yeah, that's right. You say, "How you know?" Well, I'm gonna tell you something. The quickest way for me and my wife to get in a fuss uh, is for me to be looking out the window when I'm driving not paying attention thinking about other things L- looking at the internet while I'm driving I wouldn't do that that's against the law especially in Virginia somebody help me now Yeah, that's a quick way to get in trouble. Hey, where you're going depends on what you're looking at. What are you looking at? You say, but preacher, you hadn't seen what I've been going through. You don't know about my problems. Preacher, you don't know about the issues. You don't know my husband. He just seems like he does all the time. He wants to fuss and carry on. But preacher, if my wife, if she just come to church, and if she just served God, if she just do this, well, if my children would be a little more obedient. I'm telling you, sometimes we are so fixated on all the things that are wrong in life uh, and we can't see a good thing that's going on uh, right around us tonight. Uh, we'll look around at the church. Uh, we'll say, well, you know what? I wish more people would come uh, and you don't hardly have, have come most of the time. Somebody help me now. You say, "Boy, well, I wish that choir would sing a little bit better. i tell you what you do then. Why don't you uh, pray for them? Uh, why don't you get involved? Uh, hey, praise God. Pray for the choir director. Amen. I'm just saying tonight, uh, if we're not careful, uh, we'll get to looking around at all the wrong things. we got to make sure we're looking at the right thing. I like what the Bible says, don't you? Uh, Looking unto Jesus, uh, the author and finisher of our faith. Uh, You know what the church needs a revival of? Uh, uh, Getting our eyes off of everything and everybody besides the Lord. Amen. That's right. Oh, let me say to you tonight, not only uh, going uh, where you're going depends on what you're looking at, uh, but where you're looking uh, determines what you see. You say, I thought about Peter. Here's Peter now. The Lord bid him to come, and he steps out of the ship, out of the boat, and he steps out onto the water, and he starts going to Jesus, doesn't he? Well, praise God for that. You say, can I say to you tonight uh, that let, what, where you're looking or who, you're looking at uh, determines what you see. Uh, You see, a lot of us tonight, uh, again, we're we're looking at the glass half empty instead of looking at it like it's half full. You see, because a lot of pastors, even myself included sometimes, uh, we're looking at what's going on in the church, uh, and we're looking at what's going on in our families, uh, and we're thinking, boy, this is just a mess. I mean, God, uh, you put me smack dab in the middle of a mess. Uh, I was talking to a missionary today, and I'll be fair with you. If there's ever been a definition of a mess, uh, this missionary, it was dropped right smack dab into the middle of a mess. I promise you he was. Uh, but I said to him this afternoon, I didn't have any sage advice. Uh, I'm not writing any books tonight. Somebody help me now. I, I don't I don't have all these. Uh, uh, listen, I don't have a big website, all my different ideas about how to fix your problems. Uh, but I did tell him this. I said, I promise you this evening, if you, if you let it, uh, the devil will take what happened in this situation and he'll ruin your life with it. Uh, He'll mess you. You didn't have a thing to do with it. It ain't your fault. Uh, But if you're not careful, you'll get fixated uh, and you'll mess up what is a good thing by worrying about something you can't control. Uh, Can I tell you, that's still the truth tonight for you and I. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in our lives uh, and we want to fix everybody else's problems and fix everybody else's situation. Honey, we better get our eyes on the Lord and watch the Lord. Because I promise you, if you don't, you're going to miss God. Amen. Yeah, you got to set your sights on it. You see, where you're looking to per- determines what you see. Who you see dictates how far you're going to go with God. Now, listen to me. What am I saying? I'm saying until you really get a hold of who he is. I'm not talking about who Gary Blaylock is. I'm not even talking about, listen, to church, and the church is a good place, and thank God I'm glad for it. But we got to look higher than that. What did the psalmist say? I will look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Uh, Can I tell you tonight, uh, we got to quit looking. Hey, Charles Spurgeon said, uh, don't look at the mountains. Uh, He said, look a little higher than the mountains. Uh, He said, look to the God of the mountains. Uh, Can I tell you tonight, church, uh, we need a revival of just looking to him again. Uh, I can't fix it. Uh, The government can't fix it. Uh, Local government can't fix it. But I serve a great big God uh, who knows how to fix it fix it every time amen let me say to you not only do you set your sights on it but number two you got to stake your claim to the promises of God turn all the way back to chapter number one chapter number one of Joshua look at verse number five tonight the Bible says here in the text well let me say in verse number verse number uh, verse number eight this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth That thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Look at verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed why for for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest aren't you glad tonight church according to our verses tonight that we still serve a god who is a god that keeps his word every single time notice your bible verse number five Joshua said unto the people sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Can I tell you tonight uh, that what God has said, uh, he will absolutely do it every time. Preacher, what did he say? Hey, I'm talking about, he said, you're going to see some things. uh, He Said the Lord, "Will do some things. It's a sure promise. It's a supernatural promise. He's a God that does wonders. He's the Bible says uses the word wonders, which means several or many. And can I tell you, these are shared promises among you. Listen, He's not just doing this for one. He'll do it for anybody who's interested and in taking God at His word. Can I tell you tonight that faith is still." the key that unlocks every door in your life. How many is gonna believe God? I remember years ago I was working at the mobile home factory and I, I stepped out and left that place and went over to another place and worked at this company for six years uh, in that time period God's dealing with me about the call to preach uh, and I had a good job I was making decent money and had good benefits m- benefits that would help take care of me and my family and so I'm doing this job going all along the way and, and all that time God begins to deal with my heart about preaching the word of God and I knew what God was doing man I'm telling you God was working on me. God was getting at me. And I, I'd be honest with you, I, I run from that thing for a good while because I knew that if I if I surrendered to preach, if I submitted to the call, I was going to have to really go all the way in. And sure enough, I surrendered to the call to preach. I didn't know what to do, didn't have any idea, and still don't. But I can remember this little church, after some time called me, my pastor recommended me. I went over and filled in for them a little while, and they called me to be their pastor. And in that first year I worked by vocational. I worked a job as pastor in the church and I was doing that all the time. God's a working on me. God's a working on me. And the church finally came to me and the men said to me, said, Pastor, said, you know what? We want to see about taking you on full time. I knew what I was making and I knew what we was taking in at that little church. They said, we believe that for us to take the next step here at our church that you need to go full time. I thought, praise God. Well, uh, that, that that's not going to cost you as much as it's probably going to cost me. I, I said, well, I'll pray about it uh, because my desire was to eventually be full-time in the ministry. But I'm telling you, I wrestled that thing. Uh, they came back to me with this little old package. Uh, that's, uh, if you could call it that, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, and they came back and said, we'll do this and we'll do that. Uh, and it was a severe salary cut. Uh, I mean, it really was. I'm not standing here trying to make you think I'm something special, but I'm just being honest. Honest with you, but i tell you what I did. I prayed about that thing. I felt like it was the will of God. I turned in my notice up there while I was working. I'll never forget. My group leader came over to me when I told him that I was going to be quitting in about two weeks and I'd be resigning. He said to me, he said, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to go to pastoring that church full time. He said, do what? I said, yeah, I'm going to pastor that church. He said, is it a big church? I said, no, sir. He said, do you got a lot of people coming? I said, said, no, sir. He said, how are you going to do it? I said, I'm just going to believe God. I said, I ain't got enough sense but just to believe God. And I'm telling you right tonight, my friend, uh, uh, God blessed that decision. You say, preacher, what in the world are you talking about? I'm talking about uh, uh, knowing that you can trust our God to take care of your needs tonight. Amen. He's a God who answers his promises. I mean, he'll take care of you. He answers every single time. Time. You had to get to a place in your life where you're going to believe God or you're not. God brings you to those places in your life where you had to get to the point where you're either going to trust God or you're not. This is where the children of Israel are. And they made up their mind. Joshua said to them there, said, are you going to stake your claim to the promises? Uh, are you going to believe God? Are you going to step out? That's the question for you tonight. Are you going to step out or not? Are you going to go up on higher ground or not? What are you going to do? I thought about this. Not only does he remind them to set their sights on it, stake their claim to the promises, uh, but then in verse 5, in the beginning of that verse, he said, and sanctify yourselves. Uh, That word sanctify means to cleanse. It means to purify, to make holy, to separate, to prepare. And that tonight is exactly what they were going to do. God says, uh, I'm going to do wonders among you, but I want to make sure that you're right and you're prepared and you're ready and you're clean uh, before I do those wonders among you. I I don't know if that necessarily, if they were contingent or not, but I tell you this, they needed to get right with God, but they was really going to see the promises of God like they wanted to because here's what I know. God can do things among you. God can do things here at the Stanley Towns Amazing Grace Baptist Church. And I'm telling you, wonders of wonders. I'm talking about miracles. But you won't get in on it if you're not where you need to be with God. God does things all the time. Just about every church service, God does something of a supernatural sort. For certain, every time the preacher preaches, it's a supernatural thing. Why? Because God chooses the foolishness of preaching to save them that would believe. That's right. So, what, preacher, what are you saying tonight? You see, what makes a difference in you being able to be a partaker of what it is that God's doing is for you to be right with God. Did you ever think for one moment you might be one of the reasons... You might be one of the reasons or one of the things that's holding back the church corporately, collectively, from taking a step forward. You say, preacher, I just don't know if my situation, my testimony, my walk with God is really all that important. Well, I beg to differ, honey. All throughout the scripture, we saw how one person could, af- could affect a whole nation. Think about the defeated AI. Why? Because there was sin in the camp. I want to say to you tonight friends, every single one of us ought to be challenged if we're saved by the good grace of God to move up closer to Jesus to get right with God. Why? Because I don't want to hold back what it is that God's doing. What if somebody's youngins finally show up? They've been living in the, uh, the world and they're lost without God and they show up in a service or been knocking on somebody's door and been working on somebody and they show up in the service. You you say preacher does my situation affect that uh, I'm just saying I know God's a big God and he can do anything but I wouldn't be one want to be one of the reasons uh, that God doesn't do something supernatural because I'm not right with God somebody help me tonight you see we got to sanctify ourselves the Bible says that judgment begins at the house of God we've lost some of that We've lost some of that that, that, that that idea of being consecrated and separated and living holy. Hey, I'm not talking about being somebody that that, listen, is isolated. That's not what I'm getting at. But don't you believe tonight that personal holiness is still important? I do. Every single one of us ought to have such a desire in our hearts to be close to Jesus and live for the Lord and be what we need to be. Why? Because it brings an atmosphere of blessing and help on the service when God's people have been walking with him. Amen. I wonder tonight, maybe God the Holy Ghost has been working on your heart and you know there's some areas of your life where you're not right with God you know you're not where you need to be with the Lord. Your pastor might be praying for you about some situation, and you know that he's praying for you, and you know the Holy Ghost is dealing with you, and you know you need to get closer to Jesus tonight. By the way, it's not always sins of commission that hold the church back. It's many times sins of omission. How about this idea of being faithful to the house of God? How about this idea of giving and doing all that we can to bolster what it is that God wants to do here at Stanley Town? Do you know that each one of you possesses gifts that are very important and can be intricately used right here at Stanley Town? If you'll just say, God, here I am. I want to walk with you and I want to do right and I want to be used of God. I'm telling you, God will use Use you if you'll let him, amen. These people are getting ready to pass over, but there's a cleansing, a preparing that needs to take place. I know your pastor and his wife, and I know they're the kinds of people that long before this meeting ever got here. And many of the people that make up this church have been spending some preparation time, getting ready for what it is that God wants to do Here at Stanley Town, I wonder tonight, are you interested in getting to a higher place in your life? Well, it's going to take some sanctification on your part. Are you willing to cleanse your hands and cleanse yourself and say, Lord, fresh and new, I want to come tonight. God, forgive me of where I've been falling short in my Christian life. I've not prayed like I should for this meeting. I've not been faithful to the the different ministries of this church. I've not been involved like I need to be. But tonight marks a different night in my life. I'm going to higher ground. Amen. And I thought of this, not only sanctify yourselves, but then notice with me in chapter number three, verse number 13, we didn't read this, but notice this. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the souls of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass, when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as they that bear the ark were come unto the, unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for the Jordan overfloweth all of her banks. The Bible says, "All the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up on a heap very far from the city Adam." That is beside Zeritan, and those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people passed over against Jericho. You say, preacher, how am I going to get to higher ground? Can I say this tonight? Show enough faith to step down into the water. I, I don't know. I, I'm no I'm no Bible theologian. Your pastor tonight would no doubt be able to give you more expository insight tonight. But I do know if I read this correctly, the idea that I get when I read this is that these waters didn't just heap up and then they stepped in. I get the idea that when I read this that they had to step first. (laughs) Before those waters began to heap up, and I don't know, just like in the Red Sea, I don't know if it all heaped up at once or it heaped up one step at a time. I just know this tonight. Somebody has got to show some faith tonight. If you go into higher ground, I remember the churches that I pastored and it's always the same. I've pastored three churches. It was the same at the first place, the second place and here I am now pastoring in many ways. I'm just, I'm just amazed that God would let me pastor where I'm pastoring and I'm telling you the, the remedy, the, the answer the, the the it's always the same. You say what is it preacher? If Shining Light Baptist Church in Greensboro North Carolina is going to go to a higher place in its ministry to a place that it's never been. Uh, If Stanley Towns, uh, Amazing Grace Baptist Church uh, right here in the edge of Virginia is going to go to higher ground, uh, if you tonight uh, in this room uh, uh, sitting here individually, personally no matter who you are, no matter what your situation, if you're going to higher ground, you're going to have to step out by faith. Amen. Every single time the solution is the same there will be no movement in the lives of the children of God, church or otherwise, without faith. I mean, you know, sometimes it's so simple it's scary. You say, but wait a minute, preacher. We're, We're thinking about building a building. We're thinking about expanding our ministry. We're thinking about... I'm stepping out from that job. We're thinking about doing this or that or the other. And, and have you seen the costs of things? H- have you seen what's going on in our country? Have you seen that guy that's up there? You know, that president you guys up here voted for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw your bumper sticker out there. And oh, bless God! Your bumper your bumper and bumper sticker is down in the woods now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know what everybody says, Brother Scott. If you listen to all the critics during the COVID situation, you wouldn't got you a public job, and if you did, that's okay with me. I don't, that's fine. You know what they said? Close the church doors. There's no hope for us. I mean, we just need to quit. We just need to give up. It's over. That was the general consensus on the land in that day. Can I tell you something tonight? That the answer in your life is still the same. Are you just going to believe? Are you going to listen to the critics? Are you going to drown out the noise? Are you going to believe God? I mean, are you going to listen to them? Are you going to believe God? Are you going to listen to the whisperer? Are you going to believe God? Say, Preacher, I just don't know if we can. I don't know if we can start another Sunday. I don't know if we can take on another missionary. I don't know if we can start another Sunday school class. I don't know if we can do this. I don't know if we can do that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what the will of God is for the Stanley Towns Amazing Grace Baptist Church, but I know this, no matter what it is, we're going to have to believe God. You know what some of you need to do tonight? You just need to step in. You hear me, sister? You're sitting in my seat now. Anyhow. Came in here tonight, come down on the front. Me and her was picking. I said, "I really did want to sit in that seat tonight, <laughs> whole bench there, you know." <laughs> they said, "Oh, you you can sit here if you want." I said, nah. it's okay." Now nah, I'm mad. Now forget it. <laughs> are you gonna show? Are you gonna show any faith? You know, I'm telling you what. You, it, you'd be amazed. People go through their lives as Christians. They go through their lives having never really trusted God for anything of the supernatural sort. That's, a, that's sad. Because the faith life is the blessed life. Yet faith, man, it, 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 it takes you to a place, a realm that you can't get to just because. I know what time it is. I got to hurry. Watch this. I just got one more thing. I got one more point with ten sub points. Watch this. I wonder tonight, Is there anybody that's going to show enough faith? Some things that maybe just a few people in the pastor knows about. Maybe it's just something that Pastor and Miss Renee know about. They're believing God. By the way, pastor, we're no different from anybody we're preaching to. We sit back here sometimes, Brother Scott, with the same fears, with the same apprehension. With the same reluctance, because we know where we are, we know who we're pastoring. I'm not fussing. I'm not being ugly at you. What I'm trying to tell you is, is we're all the same. Yeah. We're the same kind. We 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 are. But somebody like old Caleb and old Joshua say, I don't know what them boys saw. I don't know what they was looking at, but they wasn't seeing the same thing I see. Oh, Oh, they, oh, there's giants down there. Don't you know? There's giants. We can't do it. Joshua and Kay said, "Are you kidding me right now?" These grapes down there, big as his head. Look at his. I said, bigger than Jason's head. Big old grapes. These nanners down there—if we dig them out, we can make canoes out of them. Y'all know what nanners are up here, don't you? Hey, man. Yep, yeah, boy. You know I know what nanner <laughs> pudding is. This best is screaming tonight. Praise God. Showing the faith. Believe God. Unlock the blessings on this place. Uh, Come back a year, 18 months, two years, and and boy, look what God, this sprawl out here, 25 acres here, 30 acres across the road, some kind of major complex. You say, preacher, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just telling you, if you believe God for it, God's just liable to do it, amen. Amen. Notice here, verse 17, I'm done. And the priest that bare the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on the dry ground in the midst of Jordan. Let me say this in closing set your sights on it stake your claim to the promises sanctify yourself show enough faith to step into the water and then stand firm in the place in the path stand firm in the person stand firm in the precepts stand firm we just all we got to do is stand our ground tonight all we got to do is believe God I don't have to listen I'm not special Honey, you, don't testify. I'm not special. They're not special about me. There's something awful special about my God. My God is so special. He's so wonderful. Oh, he's amazing. The devil tell you, oh, he ain't going to save your family. You ain't close enough, holy enough. You don't pray enough. You don't go to church enough. You don't give enough. God don't care about you. The devil's a liar tonight, honey. Stand firm in the promises, in the precepts, in the person tonight. I promise you. He'll do what he said he's going to do. Amen. Are you going to stand firm? We're living in a world that's upside down now. I'm telling you what's the truth. We, we From one day to the next nowadays, we just don't know, do we? We don't know what's going on. We really don't. There is an evil, wicked, dark, satanic, oppressive government that is in place. And I'm not just talking about what's in the White House right now. I'm talking about it's deeper than that. It's larger than that. It's a serious matter. We don't know. From day to day, we don't know. But the devil, what the devil would like for you to do tonight, he'd like for you to get all upside down, upset about everything under the sun. God said listen. I told you it's going to be like this. I told you there was going to come a day when men would call evil good and good evil. And 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 the wax the 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 the, the listen, people's fears would overtake them. And the love of many would wax cold. We we're living to see that day. And we're right smack in the dab in the middle of it. We got to make up our mind tonight. Are we going to be an old fashioned, Bible believing Baptist church or not? Amen. Amen. I just will say this before I get off platform. Preacher, you feel it. There's all this, this, this subtle pull of the world that's affecting the church to leave the doctrines of this book because it's not popular. To quit singing the songs that the Matthews family sings. Quit singing the songs that this wonderful choir sing. Quit singing. Quit having church as we know it. Now listen to me. I'm not throwing off. You can do whatever you want to. But they, they, they just some things you can't improve on. That spirit that was on them singing tonight while they were singing... What's your least is it, what's your least daughter's name? I can't keep it straight, honey. What's our kid anyhow? <laughs> singing with a touch on her, you girls, you ladies, singing, Brother Scott, with that touch on you. That choir singing with that that anointing. You don't have you. You can have a full, you can have a full on. It can be totally different if you want it to be. You can quit preaching this book. Get your Reader's Digest. Bring that in here, and, or you can just stand firm. Just stand firm. I don't have to, I don't have to I don't have to reinvent anything. I just say, hey, praise God. Let's just preachers rear back and preach this book, and let's go to church. Let's go to church. That's what we need. Is anybody interested? In going to higher ground? I'm done. But I wonder tonight, is anybody interested in going to higher ground? Let's stand our feet tonight. Miss, is it okay, Miss Renee? You just come to the piano and play softly, and I'm getting ready to turn it over to the preacher. Okay. The Matthews family's coming? Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm gonna get out of the way. The invitations, the whole message was an invitation. Are you going to go to higher ground? Are you going to step up? Who's going to step forward? Who's going to step up? Who's going to step out? Who's going to step in? Is anybody? By the way, you don't have to be a member of Stanley Town to make a move to an altar. What about your personal life? Is there anybody that's interested enough about their situation? To step out, say, preacher, by my coming, I ain't got it all figured out. I don't know everything there is to know, but I'm stepping out. I'm going to believe God to take me to higher ground. Anybody? Folks are coming. Folks are coming. Come on. Come on. Come on tonight. Let's rally together, children. Let's pull together, children. Let's move together, children. Let's believe God for some miracles. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Is anybody going to believe God? Is anybody going to take that next step? You've been right where you are for a good while. That's a good thing. Sometimes you need a place where you can just grow and, and, and settle. But then there's times when God says, all right, it's time. Time to move up. Preachers taking the invitation tonight. Here in just a moment. Whatever the need is, they're going to sing. As they sing, why don't you step out and come on? Would you?
0: Man. It's good, y'all. a blessing to be led by him. I don't know how you make it without him. Preacher, thank you. Thank you for being obedient to the Lord. Stanley Town, thank you for being faithful this week. Shining Light, thank you for coming tonight to our Shining Light friends. We've got supper for you all. Let me quickly quickly tell you the easiest way is to go out this door and down the steps. If you're not able to navigate steps, you can, go, you can drive around the back of the church, and there's an entrance below. Everything is there waiting for you. Thank you for being here tonight. Did you enjoy the Scott Matthews family this week? Would you let them know it? Amen. <laughs> Brother Ken, flip your mic on, dismiss us in prayer. Go ahead and say the blessing over the meal tonight. And again, thank you for being here. God bless you tonight. Brother Ken.
1: Our Heavenly Father, God, we are thankful, Lord, for the good words you sent by our way tonight. Father, thank you for Pastor Blaylock him him minding you Lord and preaching what we needed to hear tonight God what a challenge Father, we thank you, Lord, for this week, Father, for the messages that we've heard. Father, we thank you for shining a light, traveling an hour up a road, God, to come and bless us in song, Lord, and support the pastor. Father, what an encouragement to my heart that was. And God, I just ask you, Lord, be with the Matthews family as they uh, travel tomorrow, Father, and whatever destination you got them going to. I know there'll be a blessing there. God, may you use them in a mighty way. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here tonight. And Lord, we just ask a blessing over this food they're about to eat, God, that you've uh, Thank you for the ones that prepared it, who's gotten it ready, and God, who will be serving it? Lord, just uh, nurse it to our bodies tonight. Father, we want to say we love you tonight because you first loved us. It's in Christ's name we do pray. Amen. Amen.